You know, I thought maybe we were at a point where I was beyond that. Sure. Things were going to get better. You thought you were maturing in a way? No, not me. I thought everybody else was going to. But it turns out, with my experiences over the last several months, I have learned a lot. And they need to come back. Well, they, they never really go away. Okay. Okay. They never really happened. But nonetheless, I think there's a few things that we need to get uh, get straightened out. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet where podcasts can be found. Why are you like doing some weird like smooth jazz wherever kind podcasts of... podcasts can be found. I don't know. I feel like you turned every, like, everything's down really low and you're just like... Totally. Thanks for tuning in today. That's for my After Dark show. Gross. I never did do the After Dark show, but the Midnight Marauder. Remember that was going to be the After Dark show I was going to do? Yes, I, I remember. Never did make that happen. <clears throat> yeah. It's still out there, though. The, the possibility is still out there. Why don't you give us a little the sample? Midnight Marauder joining you live every weeknight. It sounds like somebody's listening to a serial killer. <laughs> no, it's sexy. That was a sexy that voice. Was not- joining oh. you live every weeknight at midnight to 3 a.m. You're up late, and so is the Midnight Marauder. It sounds like you're it's a like very a talk show. murdery macho man. It's not a murdery macho man. It's a very That was a sexy late night. Radio voice. All right, say something sexy in your late night radio voice. Voice. Oh, feeling very saucy in here right now. Tell me about your deepest desires. Yeah, and see, that was very. That was a very sexy. It's too sexy for daytime. Daytime stuff. So it has to be after dark. It's got to be after dark. Yeah. You're the silk stockings after dark. Yes, very, of, very much. So. Yes, world. a lot of people have said that before. I'm very much like a silk stocking. Like listening to me is like a silk stockings episode. Mm-hmm. For those who know silk stockings, <laughs> Mister Vicky, I'm looking at our live chat, funemploymentradio.com/slash/live for members of the supporters club. Six ninety a month. First week is free. By the way, you got a special free show yesterday if you uh, stayed on and and watched the video. I forgot to turn off the video. You got probably a good half hour of Sarah Dylan eating and staring at things, and I don't know what else she did. You did not post that, did you? Greg, I told you For not to. For $6.99 a month, the first week is free. You can join in and check out our exclusive videos that we have of Sarah. <laughs> no, I did not post it. I, I deleted it. I got rid of it. Well, I didn't delete it, but it's taken off of any... Any public accessibility? That is like my worst nightmare. And every time you tell me that it's not on, I exit. So we have a video version of the podcast. For if you're a member of the, of the supporters club, and um, it's it turns off. You know, once the show is done. But I forgot to turn it off yesterday, and I got a call from Sarah while I was on the way to um, my other job. Boy, was I pissed! Oh, she was all worked up. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> Answer the phone. She's like, "Right, you left the video on," and I'm like, "Oh." Uh oh, yeah. Would and you? Then, like- well, then I was like, "Well, what did you do? I don't know. What I did was you a- do that you were so upset well, I'm about?" I'm sitting there and I'm eating. What and are you I'm doing staring- here in the video? What were you staring at? At the TV. Oh, at the television. Yeah, but I just look like I'm slack jawed, and then I'm eating like <laughs> a burrito. It's it's horrible. Maybe that's the content that people wanted, though. Well, it's not the content that they're getting because <laughs> if you post that anywhere, so help me God, like I'm not even. I kidding. haven't got. It's not like I've gone back and watched it. But nobody knows, like, you don't pay attention to what you do over a half hour. I'm like, did I, like, because I, I did blow my nose. I remember I saw that, and I'm just like, because I've had bad oh, allergies. Oh, boy. Yeah. Blowing your nose and 
Eating a burrito and just slack-jawed watching the TV. That may be what people want to see. They do not want to. And if you ever do that to me again, so help me God, I will. I didn't do it on purpose. This is this is happening a lot. All these little things that you just, that kind of slip through the cracks. Like, you leave the video on, all of a sudden, then you'll leave the streaming on forever. What? Nothing. You're, just, you're fulfilling all of sense. my worst nightmares. Okay. Like, this is exactly. Well, anyway. You can watch the video. Uh, Vicky, a normal video, not the not the extra one. Uh, Vicky says, uh, that sounds more evil than sexy. Mr. Jenky says, the midnight murderer. Yes. That's yeah. more accurate than marauder. <laughs> what is a marauder? I don't, I don't know. It just sounds, again, it sounds sexy. That's kind of the word, the word that we're going for there. Sassy. All right. So it's a. Sultry. Sultry, maybe more. Sultry, I think, is the word. Very sultry voice. Oh, all right. So you're a raider. That's what it is. So Midnight a marauder, marauder is somebody who is going to raid your heart. Please say heart. Don't say anything else. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Raid your emotions and in a good way. And respect your physical boundaries. <laughs> I'm going to raid your emotions. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, you know, the Midnight Marauder. Anyway, I, I know people want to hear that as well. So. Okay, well Live every night, oh, midnight to 3 a.m. With my pal, the Raven. Yeah. All right. So what I was bringing up here at the beginning of the show is... What is going on? You know, there? I don't know. There's a lot going on and, and nothing at the same time. So Why what, do you look so short in the video, too? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, did <laughs> you, you do something tiny. with the camera? Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was in a frenzy of anger yesterday when I... You were in quite a frenzy. I was not happy. Yeah, it was it was a frenzy of anger. And then I even like hung up on Greg and just like Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Fucking moron. This is what we said not to do. Blah! I didn't call him a fucking moron, but I was very mad. Eh, it was yeah. Yeah, you weren't very happy about it. I was not happy. Anyway, the uh, what I was bringing up here before that has to do with, you know, as as uh, most of you know, you know, I have my other job working for KPTV for Fox 12 Oregon, so I go out there and uh that's the job but the the one thing is the commute and this is where I'm getting to right now is the commute is quite a while mm-hmm. it does take a while getting out there is not as bad as coming back and I know this means nothing for if you're not familiar with Portland area but it's pretty far out into Beaverton and I live pretty far the other way of downtown Portland so it's uh, it takes a while takes usually about an hour or so on the way home at least yeah and um, not as long to get out there depending on the time of day so I spend a lot of time in traffic. I spend a lot of time going very slowly, observing other people. Accomplishing nothing. Accomplishing nothing because I have to have my hands on the wheel, but it's going like just fast enough to where you can't do anything, not that you should be on your phone or anything like that. I can, do so, I can have some phone calls sometimes. I can do that. Otherwise, yeah, it's just sitting there staring straight ahead and wow. watching for everybody who's trying to attack you from every side with their vehicle. Oh yeah, the stopping and starting. The stopping and starting, but then also the cutting in and the honking and the and the people who don't follow the general rules of the road. And that's where I'm getting at. There is one thing that's there's a couple of things that I think are pervasive that need to be addressed by to everyone. Okay. And this is again when I run for office, this would be one of my big things. Turn signals are not just for turning, for going right or left off of the road you're on. They're for switching lanes also. If you're going to switch a lane, you need to use a turn signal. When did we stop using turn signals in this society? I think you should do this in your sexy Midnight Marauder voice. When did we stop using turn signals in this society? That was like a very sultry way to say it. No, it was To address societal issues. So you're slowly transitioning into some sort of Batman kind of thing. (laughs) 
Why didn't you use your turn signal? Oh my god. <laughs> what did you do with it? Yeah, no, but I mean, not using turn signals. That is, it, why, when did we stop using turn signals? When did people just decide that, oh, I don't need to do that? I don't know. People in general are just lazier. Yeah, it's really frustrating. It doesn't take much work. It's really just moving like one finger for the most part is you we'll turn on your turn signal. A good invention what? is if they could make automatic turn signals on cars. Like if the car yeah. could sense that you were like going left or right, then it automatically turns on. The si- Did I just come up with the best invention ever? I mean, maybe, but I mean, what does it actually... It, but you have to do it before you go into the into this lane switch. Yeah, you have to let people know like, hey, here's what I'm about to do. I'm going to be going into your lane right in front of you. Mm, no, that's true. Here's a heads up. So there has to be some sort of I'm going implant to be doing in your head. Yeah, that would anticipate that that's what they're going to that do. That anticipates that you're going to be turning. I think that would just be like a self-driving vehicle that would do that. Yeah. Yeah, so you, I mean, inv- you invented self-driving cars. You're welcome. And you are the only person who's ever thought of this. I know. Yes, thank you. Uh, it's a burden to be this smart. Yes. Well, no. Thank you for thank you for inventing mm-hmm. self-driving vehicles. However, yeah, you would you would have to for for the regular people until those all roll out. You know, it's got to be something. I don't know. I just don't understand why people don't do it, and then also why they get upset when people don't know what they were planning to do, and had no idea they're just going to go into a lane unexpecting it and then they honk at you as though you've done something wrong oh i see so you're reacting to road abuse yes like I, people are like are acting like it's your fault that they're not using their turn signals. yes there's that okay, part that's part of it yeah i've also been on the phone with you while you're driving and at least nine out of ten times i talk to you there's a horn and it's you that's because i'm trying to you know administer some corrective behavior a corrective horn in that, hey, you didn't use your turn signal. Somebody's going to miss her. It's mostly a punch in your face someday, so you need to be careful. But I'm not the one being a jerk. It doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, that's true. I guess that doesn't really matter. The thing is, the, the turn signal thing, that's a, that's a big concern for me. That's it is. I hate, I've noticed that a lot, too, that people start drifting. They're yeah. drifting in and out of lanes. Well, there's drifting. Yeah, there's definitely drifting, but a lot of, like, cutting in. Here's the other one. Okay. Turn signals, they need to be used. I think there's there should be severe penalties for everybody who doesn't use turn signals. Severe, severe penalties. The other one is, when did we stop giving the thank you wave? When did we stop? What Whatever happened? happened? What kind of people are these? Oh, I, I thank you wave person constantly. Is this? It's like a tick. I cannot stop waving. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to overdo the thank you wave. You don't do, want to do a thank you when I it's do not because I, I'm always so grateful when someone does it for me that I do it as much as possible. When I'm in thankful for something, I 100% do it. So many people do not do the thank you wave. And this, again, for my hours and hours of commuting every week... That's another thing. I know. That is a huge issue. I do that issue. same thing. I'm like, you're welcome, asshole. Yes. I just I did it. I just did it today. I let somebody in and. Now, hit it when I pull over to the side of the road. Yeah. And someone's like driving by and some like woman. I just look at her. i be like, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The, the, uh, the thank you wave is such an important part of courteous driving. And. And that's it's like like driving there, you know, because you get stuck in traffic. You're going like hardly, re- really slow. Traffic's merging. And especially when somebody, it's not just merging like you're supposed to merge. You sure. know, you're supposed to let somebody in there. But when somebody wants to like cut over lanes, 
and I'll see them signaling, and this is when they have the signal because I can't know that. So I'm like, I appreciate you using the signal, and I'm going to reward I you. But there's like, oh, thank God, Greg appreciates me. I appreciate you using the signal, and that's like, okay, good. Step one, nailing it, knocking it out of the park. You want to get over. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to slow way down. I'm going to make room for you so you can get over and you can cut into this lane in front of me. I'm going to be like, hey, here you go. We're all working together. We're all working together. And then they get over there and there's no thank you. They don't raise up their hand and just give a little quick wave. That's it. It just takes a little quick wave. Like, hey, thanks. Acknowledge that. Thanks, bud. Nothing. And when they don't do anything, it's just, it's rude. It's a rude situation, I feel like. That sounds very frustrating. It is. The thank you wave is a very important part of driving. They don't teach that in driving school, I don't think, but they need to. However that is. They should teach the thank you wave. The thank you wave is very important. Particularly in Portland. It can alleviate so many situations. So many. So we have a lot of narrow streets here. I know it's not like this everywhere, but we do where you have to, like if someone, like there are two-way streets, but basically people can park on either side of the road. And so it's hard to navigate. Yeah, only one person can get through. Yeah, so basically only one person can get through. And so like you, it's a lot of like, you know, Whoever gets there first, then usually yeah. the person will pull over and then like you give like a nice thank you wave. Yeah. And I hate it when I've pulled over and then someone's just like sitting there and just staring straight ahead. I'm like, I could have gone and I was being nice and I let you go. Right. Ah, bah, bah, traffic. Driving. No, but Blinkers. no, but no thank you wave. The thank you mm. wave is very important. The thank you wave is the most important part of driving. It's one of the most important parts. Parallel yeah. parking? Absolutely not. No, you that's important I'm... too. No. Parallel parking is important. No, the... The thank you wave. The thank you wave, though, that is something. See, thank you for agreeing with Mm -hmm. me. I'm giving you a thank you wave for agreeing with me. But this is what was coming to your point of what you want to reinstate. Yes. uh, Well, I think that the snitch ticket idea that I had a few years ago may be something that people may be more interested in. The snitch ticket idea is this, is that everybody gets, um, I can't remember how it was formed before, but here's how I'm thinking now. Every year you get, we'll start off with one. I got like two. We'll start off with one. We'll see if people don't abuse it because then we'll up them. You get one snitch ticket where you can, if you can document it, and I've got, you know, like camera, a dash cam. Every year I get to pick one person and I get to write them a ticket if they're doing something wrong. Now there'll be, you know, authority will be like, okay, yes, that was a violation. Yes, that's, this is something they did wrong. That was an illegal thing. Sure. And I get, a snitch, I get my snitch ticket that I get to give out. And it's a snitch ticket because I'm putting it in. I'll, I'll submit the video evidence. And then that person gets a ticket. It's got to be something illegal. It's got to be something clear. Like illegal violation, or just rude? A blatant violation. Well, the thank you wave, that's just more a shaming thing. I think like, look at this person not doing a thank you wave because it's not on the books yet. Mm. No, if I could get that on the books where that's a requirement, then that'd be something different. You, know, you should have like a thank you button instead of a blinker, a thank you, a thank you like, a thank you light. That you click? I think they make those. You can have like a thank you. And you can put it in the back of, in your back window. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, but a snitch ticket. Everybody who is, who's a registered driver, who has a driver's license, gets to have one snitch ticket and they can use it one time a year. They can give out their snitch ticket. So if somebody is a frequent violator, they may get a bunch of snitch tickets because people will be like, look at this person. And it'll be corrective. It'll be a corrective behavior. Oh, so I'm sure people will uh, be very receptive. They'll be very to receptive to this. To somebody. To getting, snitch, <laughs> to yeah, snitch tickets. Well, it's a snitch ticket because, I mean, nobody's going to be, they're not going to know they're getting it like right that moment. They'll get it later on along with the video and be like, oh, my God. That, How are you going to track them down? No, you submit it. You send it into the, you know, the snitch ticket police or whatever. And 
with your video and be like, hey, this person didn't use their blinker when they were switching lanes. And then either they get like a sternly worded letter. So you're tattletale. Well, some would call it that, but I wouldn't say it's for corrective purposes. It's tattletaling with a purpose. Yes. Stop saying for corrective purposes. It sounds like they're like like glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is. They're They're not driving correctly. I mean, this is the best way to correct that behavior. It's helping society, Sarah, as a whole. Mm. It's how to help society. Is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, precisely. All right. There we go. So these are those are my ideas. These are ways that we can solve some of the situations. Or just make everything so much worse. One snitch ticket. I mean, imagine, though, if you had that, because you wouldn't want to just use it willy-nilly. You'd be saving that all year like, oh, man. And I bet like around December there'd be a bunch of them that come in. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you have to. You get one time a year. So you really got to think about what it is. It's got to be a real big violation. So there, you know, you don't want to just give out that snitch ticket in January 1st. And it doesn't carry over. It doesn't carry over. You have to use it. You're so odd. I think there'd be more people that would be into that. You may realize. It's taking the power back, but also for corrective purposes. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy crazy you're welcome for stopping greg corrective purposes also something like when i was walking yesterday like i think i got a mosquito bite on my face oh no i know it's very itchy okay all right uh we're crazy blah blah blah. all right the bureau of land management i don't know if you know it are we still in it i think we might still be in it are we still in bat week no bat week bat week ended yesterday are you sure it isn't today? I inter- I interviewed the Bureau of Land Management. I'm the one that this. told you about Bat Week, and you don't know when it ends. Well, it might or might not have ended. October twenty fourth, fourth to October thirty first. The Bureau of Land Management announced uh, that a big-eared bat named William Sh- William Shakespeare highlight on the ear because it has big ears. Uh-huh. William Shakespeare is the winner of this year's National Bat Beauty Contest, and the kicker. The bat's from Oregon. It's our homegrown Oregon beauty bat contest it's from winner. Lake County. From Butte Falls. From Lake County. Butte Falls. William Shakespeare was uh, photographed in Butte Falls, Oregon, and the photo was chosen as a winner from a field of pictures depicting bats of various species from around the country. Last year's winner, also from Oregon. Wow, we have the best bats. Some good bats. I remember... Um, but growing up, my parents went to school in Albany. Oh, it's in Jackson County. Never mind. Oh, how embarrassing for you. My parents went to school in Albany, Oregon, and we would go to this old pizza parlor that they would go to, and then at night, there's this bridge, and the bats would come out and fly out like mm-hmm. hundreds of them. I don't mm-hmm. even remember where that place was. It's downtown. Downtown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, we saw it. It was crazy. So, so last year's winner was also from Oregon, uh, a canyon bat named Barbara. Barbara. So, uh, Barbara last year, William Shakespeare this year, uh, making Oregon a two-time state champion. So, the annual beauty contest, which is judged by social media users, coincides with International Bat Week, which aims to raise awareness about bat conservation. I think bats are real neat. Yeah, bats are cool. Mm -hmm. I did an entire interview about bats. I've done two interviews about bats in the last six months alone. Well, how do you do? Yeah, including about this 
about this bet. About this particular bet? Yes. I interviewed a woman who really loves bets. A lot of people really love bets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's very excited about bats. I think they're really neat. I love going, when I go to the Oregon Zoo, I love going to the bat room. Yeah, I want to go to the zoo. I haven't been to the zoo in a long time. Yeah, the bat room's the coolest, though, because they all, like, hang upside it's down. It's kind of stinky. Not as stinky as the penguin one. The penguin exhibit is the most stinky. I don't have any recollection of any smells. Like, it's a zoo. And have you animals. never been to a penguin? The penguin part? At the Oregon Zoo? I don't know. Oh, it's quite smelly. Penguins are stinky birds. Well, they're all like old fish and stuff, right? Like that they're eating? Yeah. They're they're stinky. Yeah, penguins don't smell good. I believe you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Greg, I know that you believe in the unknown, be it, you know, Bigfoot or yes. aliens. Yes. No, I believe I know everything. I I know you do stitch yeah. ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Goldie Hawn is now coming forward saying that she had an alien encounter when she was younger. Ooh. So Goldie Hawn is, uh, she's on a new program called Time to Walk. Uh, said it happened when she was around 20, somewhere in California in the desert, uh, where at the time there had been a lot of uh, UFO sightings. Oh. So she was in the desert being Goldie Hawn oh in her 20s. Uh, she said she was dancing in the desert outside when she decided to take a nap. Pass out. She was dancing in the desert in her 20s. When she decided to take a nap. And just completely in her sober as a bell. <laughs> when she decided to take... Is a bell sober? I don't know if that makes any sense. I, it didn't, but I was just going to let it go. Uh, she decided to take a nap in her friend's car. But Goldie Hawn said she didn't get much sleep next to a uh, thanks to a high-pitched sound in her ear, she remembered. She said it was a high, high frequency, and I looked out the window, and I saw these two or three triangular-shaped heads. She said that the aliens were silver in color, had slashes for mouths, a tiny little nose, and no ears. She didn't say anything about their eyes. Uh, well, years later, uh, Hawn met an astrophysicist who studied alien encounters, and it triggered more detailed memories from her experience. She said it was like regression therapy. Uh, then she remembered something after t- speaking with this astrophysicist. And she said that uh, she remembered that the aliens touched her face. Oh. And, and she said uh, the creatures pointed at her as if she were a subject. She said, I could not move. I was paralyzed. I don't know if it was real or not. Uh, she said it wasn't her only paranormal experience. She also recounted a dream she had of seeing six lights coming down some little mountains up across a valley in London. And she also saw a mysterious heart-shaped crop circles. Heart-shaped crop circle. So. A heart-shaped cross circle. Crop circle. Crop circle. All right. So anyway, so Goldie Hawn is now coming forward talking about her encounters with the aliens. So she didn't say anything about the eyes. Yeah. Oh, and she did also explain the uh, touch of them as felt like the finger of God. What? When she was touched by the aliens. That's her quote. But like the finger of God is the most benevolent, loving feeling. It was powerful. It was filled with light. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I want an alien touching me. You want their little like no, I don't want their little, little knobby fingers. I still have a healthy fear of aliens from fire in the sky. Yeah, that really struck a chord with you. Anyone who's listening, let me know if you watched Fire in the Sky at way too young of an age and it kind of messed you up. 
It totally did. He wakes up in that big gel pod. Yeah. I've had nightmares. Sure. And then sometimes it makes me think that maybe it's not a nightmare. Maybe it actually happened to me where I'm in that huge, you know, forever cavern that he's in when he wakes up and there are all these like billions of pods of people. Yes. Like I've had a dream before and it was terrifying where I woke up in one of those pod things. Yeah. No, I, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, if that's what's going on, if you're getting stuck in a pod thing. Yes, it's awful. Yes. And like you can't figure out how to get out. Yeah, it was... Yeah. No, that's not good. No, that was terrifying. It's also kind of like the Matrix thing, too. It is, but no, Fire in the Sky was pre-Matrix. Yeah, but they're both terrifying. Yeah, I know, but they they came up with the pod. I'm sorry, aliens are real, and waking up into the machine is totally ridiculous. Oh, I feel like I want to watch that movie again. Just, Fire I'm in sure, the Sky? No. Uh-huh. I'm sure it doesn't hold up. I mean, I'm sure the scary parts hold up, but it was just, it was a silly movie, but it was terrifying. So I'm just saying, if you have a you know slight fear of aliens, watch Fire in the Sky. I think you can find it streaming on, oh, you can find it in its entirety on YouTube. You <laughs> That's go. how great it is. That's how great it is. All right, there you go. That's what I've got for now. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. You know what's crazy, Sarah? Oh, no. Actually, it's not crazy. Is how amazing Asylum is. Wow, that was your transition. <laughs> She's Louise. That was well. Terrible. I was trying to, but then you know you weren't going along with it, and then I was like, how "Greg cr- can tell how bad that is because he just flushed like really red. <laughs> you just turned bright red. It was. It was good. It was. It was bad. really good. Well, Asylum is really good. Yes, it's crazy and ama- how amazing it is. Okay, now oh. it sounds like I'm trying to like work in. I'm crying because of how crazy and amazing it is. Is it crazy amazing? <coughs> Dude, you see what I just did there? I'm crying because of how crazy and amazing. Are you trying to do like amazing. an Aerosmith <laughs> thing? Oh my god! You know what? <laughs> We're gonna give Asylum a bonus ad tomorrow. <laughs> well, Asylum is awesome, and they're too cool for that for that transition. I'll let you dig yourself out of there. I feel like if I could give my snitch ticket right now, I would give it to you for just crashing and burning. I just witnessed. I feel something. like I'm stuck in an elevator all by myself right now. What? Are you talking about? Wait, what? You're talking about loving an elevator? Oh yeah, I messed that up. We're going to cut that part out. No, we're not. All right, let's just end the show. I got got to go. (laughs) Loving an elevator. Oh, dang. You're living it up when you're going down? Yeah. What is happening? I don't know what's going on over here. I'm overcome by rage for snitch tickets. I probably would give mine out, like, right away, though be like oh i'm gonna save this all year and be like two days in like nope that's it no it would be like january 1st yeah then every time i was in the car with somebody i'd try to convince them to give out their ticket to somebody so you could like try and use theirs because you'd already yes. given yours away yes uh send us an email fun employment radio at gmail.com thank you very much for tuning into fun employment radio Uh, we appreciate all of you. Dream on, Greg. <laughs> Maybe that can be a game. Like, see how many, how many. Stop.
you look up some titles? Did you know they changed the name to one of their songs to just Dude? That makes sense. Yep, I'm just seeing that right now. Yeah, they uh, are seeing list of Aerosmith songs. Yeah, work up. Yeah, working another song. Yeah, title. Yeah, I'm living on the edge as it is. Might as well just cut my losses here. We'll be back in the saddle tomorrow, and uh, and ready to go. In the saddle? Is that a Aerosmith song? Oh, Oh, you're an angel. All right. Stop. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with the same old song and dance. It's fun to play the radio. You're embarrassing. Just come together. It'll be fine. Stop it. Jesus.